World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Or six o'clock, rather. Well, in the United States, recordings have now emerged of the former U.S. President Donald Trump discussing classified documents with a group of people and confirming that he had the documents and that he had not declassified them. In other words, these recordings may be proof that he had these documents after he's pleaded not guilty to 37 counts of holding classified documents after leaving the presidency. He faces charges in a case relating directly to these documents. Professor Christopher Isike is the director of the African Center for the Study of the U.S. at the University of Pretoria. Professor Isike, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and thank you for having me. This is quite something. So as I understand it, Trump has said in court he's not guilty of holding these documents. He's tried to argue that he had the power to declassify them anyway, but he didn't declassify them. Now we have this recording showing that he did have the documents that were classified. They were about Iran. How significant is all of this? Yeah, it is significant. It's one of the biggest pieces of evidence that the uh, Smith, uh, uh, you know, uh, counsel has against him. Um, you know, he, I mean, in that tape, he, he, you could hear him clearly saying that he could have declassified the document, but now he can't, which implies that, you know, if he was president, he would have been able to declassify them so that he, he, they don't indict him. So it's a damning uh, piece of evidence. But again, you know, typical Trump and his campaign people are, are, are actually turning it around to say that the, the tape uh, actually does uh, exonerate him, even though he claims that the, it was leaked uh, illegally. Well, the argument will come, can they be used as evidence or not? And that may matter to the courts, but is it going to matter uh, li- politically? Is this going to have an impact on him? Or does it just seem that nothing affects him? Well, it, it, it's almost as if nothing affects him, because if you look at his um, his um, numbers in the pools, he seems to be... Um, um, uh, leading uh, or his closest opponent with over 20 uh, points. So so uh, it's almost as if nothing uh, would affect him. But then this is basically um, within the Republican base. Um, these allegations, these indictments, these exposes um, would further alienate, um, especially, you know, um, independent voters, those who are on the borderlines, um, you know, from him. And and I think that that's where he, he, he could lose the elections like he did uh, in 2020. For years, the Republicans, the Republican Party was seen as tougher on defense and the Democrats were seen as softer on defense. I imagine now the Democrats will be able to say, well, we're the ones tougher on defense. Absolutely. There are a lot of um, contradictions around some of the ideologies of, of both parties, especially the Republican Party. Um, the Republican Party um, claims to be conservative, um, lean government, allowing private the private sector to, um, you know, uh, run run the economy, government with no government interference. But then, um, is the classic case of of of, of uh, you know uh, individualizing profits and and socializing losses because when the private sector runs the economy aground, a Republican government like we saw during the Trump uh, era. Um, and actually build that a, a private business, which is something that ideally a, a party that is conservative and wants lean government does not do. We also saw the bailouts that they gave during the COVID, as well as the Democrats gave. So um, this is this this is this, these things are just slogans that are used to, to to get power. At the end of the day, what most Americans want uh, from either party is what works. Um. The other thing, of course, is that if he's even found guilty, will that stop him running for office? I mean, I don't know if it would. 
Oh, it wouldn't because the constitution does not uh, expressly say that uh, you can't run. Uh, it says that you can't vote if you are convicted. Um, so uh, this may this may trigger some kind of constitutional crisis around this. But um, the question is, if you can't vote, should you then be voted for? The constitution is not clear about that. Uh, you know, so so for for in terms of who is uh, eligible to run for. For, for 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 the presidency, and that's that's where the the, the challenge is. But if he runs and he wins, um, the thinking is that you know um, he could he could he could uh, claim immunity or, or simply uh, uh, pardon himself. But if he loses the campaign and and uh, you know the case, he could then face a, a, a prison a prison term. So so it's, these are really interesting and challenging times for for American politics. Professor, thank you. Professor Christopher Seekers, Director of the African Centre for the Study of the United States at the University of Pretoria.